Running with the Beagle in My Brain, a politically incorrect search for adventure. This year marks the 400-year anniversary of the publication of Don Quixote, so I seized the opportunity to spend some hours in the study of 1605. And as all such beagle runs will do, this one led to a delightful surprise in the form of one Balthazar Gracian, a Spaniard who was four years old when Don Quixote was published and fifteen when Cervantes died. As an adult, Gracian was rival to Niccolo Machiavelli, author of The Prince, and his writings are the rich, sweet antidote to the bitter sting of Machiavellian code. Gracian's interpreter, Christopher Maurer, describes him this way. In Gracian's world, no rules, no instructions, no set of seven habits lead directly to success. Rules are inflexible. No book of instructions will ever compete with the randomness of human activity, and any habit or pattern of behavior makes us predictable and therefore vulnerable to others. It is easy to shoot the bird that flies in a straight line or defeat the person who always plays his cards in the same manner. For Gracian, it is a melancholy fact of life that fools outnumber the intelligent, and a large part of their foolishness lies in an inability to move beyond appearances to what lies within. Funny, subtle, loyal to his friends, and a lover of natural beauty, Gracian is far more delightful company than his Jesuit records suggest. Yes, Gracian was a Jesuit priest who stayed in trouble with his uptight superiors. Here are a few examples of his anti-Machiavellian wisdom. The eyes of the soul are drawn to inner beauty as those of the body are to outer. The French have always been gallant, and this was the path that led Louis XII to immortality. Those who had insulted him when he was the Duke of Orleans feared his succession to the throne, but he turned vengeance into gallantry with these inestimable words. You have nothing to fear. The King of France does not avenge the injuries done to the Duke of Orleans. It takes subtlety to turn a defect into a distinction. Be first to confess your faults, and you'll have the last word. This is not self-scorn, but heroic boldness. Unlike what happens when we praise ourselves, self-criticism can make us seem nobler. Some come home from their travels as uncouth as they departed. Those of little depth make little use of worldly observation. Ambrosia was not made for the taste of fools, and no such knowledge is found in redneck bastards who never stir from the here and now. Okay, I'll admit I substituted redneck bastards for Gracian's original invective, but only because I thought it fit the paragraph. By the way, I have nothing but deep respect for the agrarian lifestyle, and I revel in the earthy wisdom of farmers. Singer-songwriter Willie Nelson is not a redneck bastard. Eric's father, the fictional TV character from that 70s show, Red Foreman, is... The redneck bastard is every man of closed-minded platitudes and belligerent self-righteous certainty who has neither the will to understand his adversary's heart nor a hunger to learn the truth. The Ku Klux Klan exists because of redneck bastards. Thank you for not being one.